Welcome to another edition of Waiting for Next Year's Cavs Cast, as always, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. It's Thursday, March 9th. We have just 14 games to go till the end of the regular season. But tonight, I'm talking about one thing and one thing only, Evan Mobley and his sophomore leap. But first, a word from our sponsor. We've got a great deal with Underdog Fantasy. For first-time depositors, enter in the code WFNY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. Underdog is a great platform if you're tired of the DFS salary system. There are tons of game types and drafts every night of the week for every sport. Don't forget, use WFNY at checkout to get your first-time deposit match up to $100. Evan Mobley. Evan freaking Mobley. He's been playing so well as of late. I felt the need to come on and just dedicate a pure episode to his growth, maturation, development of this 21-year-old developing star. Just in the last week, we've had countless wow moments from him, whether it be shutting down the opposing team's best player, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, or grabbing the ball and pushing it down the floor like he's Andre Miller or Brevin Knight. Shout out Andre Miller and Brevin Knight. I'm having a hard time as I pine through data analytics to find just how impactful he is. His numbers are great, but what he's doing night in and night out as a 21-year-old, frankly, I don't think we've seen in quite a long time, specifically on the defensive end. As I break down the episode tonight and focus in on Evan Mobley, I'm, I'm going to talk about stats. We're going to do a bit of a deep dive on analytics, but maybe even more importantly, I want to take a look at the 2021 rookie class, see what Evan's doing versus the rest of his class, and talk about just how fortunate the Cavalier fans are that he's doing this in our backyard. So first, a deep dive into some of the stats. So you know, we're about 80% of the way through his second season. I wanted to just take a step back and really get a good understanding of where he's at before we compare him to the rest of his 2021 draft classmates. And if we look at it from a comparison perspective, we have some good data from this year to last. But even before we get there, um, the best ability is availability, right? Evans played in 66 of 68 games. He played in a, a you know wide number of games last year as well, so availability check. Evan Mobley's win share, 6.7 win share, which is incredible, uh, up from 5.2 from last season. Evan is one of only two players in the NBA averaging 16 or more points, nine or more boards, two or more assists, one or more block, while shooting 55% or better. The only other player to do that in the association, Anthony Davis. Evan Mobley, youngest Cavalier since LeBron to have 25 points and 15 boards in a single game. He is by far, in a way, the most impactful player of the 2021 NBA draft class. But just how good has he been statistically? Well, let's, let's take a look. I'm going to start off with scoring, talk a little bit about rebounding and blocks. Scoring. Evans averaging 16 points a game, up one point per game from last season. Check. Shooting 55% from the field. He was shooting 50% last season. Check. 69% from the free throw line. He shot about 66% last season. Check. True shooting percentage, 59%. Up about 5% from last season. Check. 
go back and look at Evan's best game this season. Uh, probably go back to end of January when they played the Milwaukee Bucks. Evan was 19 of 27 from the field, 38 points, nine rebounds, three assists, had a game high plus 20. It beat the ever living shit out of Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. Evan scored in double figures in the last 16 games, 16 games in a row for a guy who who doesn't shoot threes really well. Double figures in the last 16 games. Evan is one of the most efficient players in the league from close within the rim. So with if you look at the restricted area, Evan's field goal percentage is 78.3%. That's good for fifth best in the entire league. Per at Usher NBA, Evan has the most dunks in the league. If we move on to rebounds and blocks, Evan, nine rebounds per game versus 8.3 last season. His offensive rebound percentage is greater than it was last season by about a point and a half, 8.3 versus 6.9 last season. His defensive rebounding percentage up again, 22.7% this season versus 19.8% last season. In his last three games, Evan's blocked nine shots. He is sixth in the association at contested shots per game, uh, 11.1 contests per game, 7.3 of those are twos. 3.7 of those are threes. Second in the league. Second most in the league of contesting three-point shots. Oh, yeah, and he's just a big, gigantic seven-foot freak. Sixth in defensive win share in the league. He's 21 years old. He's sixth in defensive win share in the league. He's 21. What is happening? I mean, the, these numbers are, these numbers are a, a seven-year vet that's also a physical freak, <laughs> not a 21-year-old. And, I mean, these, these stats are incredible. Uh, I, I apologize for going through that and, and reading off like a, like a you know, dictionary there. But they're just so impressive in what he's done, as a, again, as a 21-year-old. And it matches the eye test, right? He continues to do stuff night in, night out that just shocks you. But stats don't capture the whole story for Evan. He's a winning basketball player. Similar to another defensive-minded power forward who is a top 10 player of all time. I'm not going to say his name because I, I hate, you, you know, putting too much pressure on someone or I hate, you know, all the comparisons. Evan's his own guy. But some of the, some of the calm demeanor, him being quiet, him being reserved, while the meanwhile being able to bust your ass, whether it's block a shot, switch onto the guard or forward or center. But as we go back and, and talked about it, stats don't tell the whole story. What tells the whole story is moments, right? Evan Mobley flashes these moments that you can just tell he's going to be a dude. He already is a dude, but man, he, he's got so much more in him. Two moments. You don't have to go very far back. Just when the past week, I went back, rewatched a couple games of his, um, you know, rewatched his steals, blocks. NBA.com does a really good job if you want to focus in on certain statistics and, and watch the clips. Two moments just in the past week, I think that screams to me, wow, the Cavaliers really have something going. Just yesterday uh, in the Cavaliers win uh, down in Miami, Cavs are up 98 to 97. They're on defense under two minutes to go. It's winning time. You're playing the Miami Heat, a team that's been there, done that many times. A team that was a Jimmy Butler three-pointer away from making the, the finals last, last year. 
Again, Cavs up 98-97. Bam screams, screens Mobley to get Jimmy Butler free. Evan recovers. Evan shows on Bam to help out Jared Allen, but he recovers. He meets Jimmy Butler in the middle of the lane. Jimmy sees this seven-foot unicorn suddenly pop out from nowhere, jump onto him, and he puts up a little weak floater, and Evan Mobley blocks it. 40 seconds later, about a minute 20 to go in the game, Evan Mobley helps recover for Darius Garland, who got absolutely blown by by Victor Oladipo. Recovers, forces Oladipo to dribble past, back out past the three-point line. Has a great contest, and again, Oladipo misses. And that moment, those two defensive possessions, really back-to-back, it just tells you so much you need to know about this guy. Shoots down one of the best closing you know, guard-forward combos in the league, Jimmy Butler, one of the most relentless scorers, so good at getting fouled. Drawing fouls, Evan Mobley avoids that, blocks his floater. And then he takes Victor Oladipo, who maybe has lost a little bit of a pep in his step, but again, a guard who's eight inches shorter than he is, has a great contest and causes another miss. And, you know, it just goes to show that come playoff time, Evan Mobley is a weapon. We often think about weapons on the offensive end. When you have a guy like Evan Mobley who can protect for everyone else that's out there on the court with him defensively, being able to switch him onto a Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, James Harden, you know, go through the list of guys, Giannis, MB. I mean, of course, some of those guys are, are, are kind of those big lumbering guys, but his ability to help in any situation is going to be such a weapon for this team come playoff time. The second moment, it's a little more understated than really those those game clinching saves from last week, but it just goes to some of his evolution on on the offensive end and, and how great of a passer he is. So going back to March third last Saturday, Cleveland versus Detroit. It's just the first quarter, but it's one of those reps that you just go, "Holy shit!" Your, your jaw drops a little bit. Whoa! Evan Mobley gets the rebound, pushes the ball coast to coast. He does a little pass fake. He gets to he gets to, you know, roughly the the top, uh, right above the, the free throw line to the left hand side of the of the court. Does a little pass fake to Okoro. Okoro has his guy kind of trailing on his back. He curls around Mobley, gets just in front of the free throw line. Mobley has about three feet in the ball. He does this sweet little bounce pass in between his guy, uh, Marvin Bagley Jr., and Okoro's guy who's just right on his hip. Somehow squeezes it in like he's Greg Maddox painting the corner. Pushes it into Okoro for a a monster dunk. Cavs go on to win by 15-plus. There's just these things that Mobley's done this year, mainly getting the rebound, pushing, finding guys. He's such a good passer. Um you know the the defensive th- the stuff is is one thing. He's going to be a truly special defensive player of the year type guy who impacts winning in Cleveland for a long time. That alone is special. If he was just a defensive savant, he would have incredible win share for Cleveland. This offensive stuff, the passing, the shooting, leading the league in dunks. I, I mean, at this point, you get the ball to him anywhere around the restricted area. He takes one dribble. And he's in there. It's in the you know a blink of an eye. He's in there and he's laying it up, getting fouled, throwing down dunks. That's the one thing that, as you look at this Cavaliers team, obviously we, we all know a, a spacing, shooting wing is is their kryptonite. But 
one of the things that they don't have is someone who's going to go in and draw fouls. Uh, they have no one in the top 30 in the league in terms of fouls drawn per game. Uh, Donovan's right around 32, 33, and, and Darius isn't too far behind. But they, they need a guy who, who can go in and draw fouls, you know, get a team in the bonus, specifically in the playoffs. That gets even more important. And I think the way that Evan Mobley has been attacking just the past one to two months really gives me some confidence. He's going to turn into that guy that just is a pain in the ass to play because he's coming at your chest. And you're not really able to block his shot because <laughs> he's got like a 7-5 wingspan. And you're probably going to give up some silly fouls on the way. Cannot wait to see his evolution uh, in terms of how he's able to draw fouls moving forward in his career. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. So those were, you know, we started off with the stats. We went to just a couple of moments in the past week. And I want to end the show looking at his draft class. So I went back, looked at the top 10 picks of the 2021 draft class, and just want to get a sense of how Evan's performing versus the rest of that class. So I'm going to read through them, and we're going to take a look at how he's performing. Number one pick in the 2021 draft, Cade Cunningham, went to Detroit. Had a hell of a rookie season. He looked great. Uh, but his season this year was cut short with a weird kind of shin injury. And, you know, there's there's some there's some risk to this one, right? You, you don't really hear about shin injuries very often for him to be shut down so early in the year. You know, I think, I think some Detroit fans are, are nervous and deservedly so. Again, he looked great his rookie season, but, um, you know, there, there's some worry there in terms of long-term health uh, concerns and just kind of a weird shin injury. Number two, Jalen Green goes to Houston. Green's averaging about 22 a game this year, only shooting 41% from the field. Uh, it's even worse efficiency than his rookie season was. Uh, below average shooting numbers, below average from three, and just absolutely no defense. Um, thank the Lord that the Houston Rockets did not select Evan Mobley. Number three, speak of the devil. Number three, the Cavaliers were ecstatic to draft Evan Mobley. They got many calls. It was been reported many calls from other teams trying to trade up one being Oklahoma city thunder Cavs were like, Nope, we're good. We're going to take this seven foot unicorn. And man, are we, are we glad they did number four, Scotty Barnes to Toronto. Good player, great role player, statistically having a worse year than his rookie season. Uh, athletically freak he's very challenged you know from an offensive perspective outside of of kind of the just using his length to score uh he's never probably going to be a great shooter but again he he's definitely behind um kind of the offensive prowess that evan has at this point in his career uh, even though they're both developing uh, again good player but absolutely stole the rookie of the year award from evan last year i don't think there's a question who would you rather have and who the better player is right now 
Number five, Jalen Suggs goes to Orlando. Suggs is kind of starting, kind of not. He, he looks to be an okay player. He, he's surrounded by some really good young talent in Orlando. Uh, he, you know, looks like a guy, you know, we'll, we'll see what he, what he turns out to be. Number six, Josh Giddy went to Oklahoma city, elite passer, awesome passer, six, eight, big playmaker. He's not a great shooter. He may never be a great shooter. Um, I like him next to shy, you know, a lot of playmaking between those two. It's been really fun watching Giddy and Mobley. You know, those two have been on the same kind of all-star, uh, young stars challenge teams the last two years. It's been really fun to watch those guys play together. Uh, I like Josh Giddy a lot. I think he's going to be good. Uh, needs to continue to develop his shooting. Uh, but like I said, six eight point guard, who's a really an elite passer. Um, he's just going to get better and better. Number seven, Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga went to Golden State. Raw needs seasoning. He's averaging about twenty minutes per game. Not getting a ton of run, um, but you know we'll see what what shapes out. I think he he's probably the guy in this top ten list that I'd like to see him four or five years from now he's super young he's still only 20 years old uh excited to see where he gets 26 27 years old number eight again going back to orlando franz wagner 19 points per game 49 percent from the field 37 percent from three he's a dude him paolo you know suggs bull bull they, they got some young talent i think orlando is a team that that's exciting um and, and franz is is probably you know, behind Mobley, he's a guy who I would highly consider if, if you were doing a 2021 redraft, he's right there. He's got to be, you know, top three, top four. He's, he's a good player. Number nine, Davion Mitchell went to Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento's a really good team this year. You know, they're, they're battling, they're, you know, battling for the top four seed in the West. Uh, but he's not doing too much, playing about 18 minutes per game. Good defender, great defender, uh, struggling to get playing time, not a great shooter, not efficient. We'll see what comes of, of his career. And then number 10, Zaire Williams. He was traded from the Pelicans to Memphis. Played sparingly. Uh, nothing further needed there. But that was a good exercise to go through, you know, the 2021 draft class. Um, again, if, if you're doing a redraft, Evan's easily going number one in my mind, specifically with Cade's, you know, injury concerns. And boy, did the Cavaliers get lucky that Houston took a swing on Jalen Green and did not take Evan Mobley. I mean, He's the guy that is going to keep you competitive for seven to eight years, right? Rookie deal here. Fiscally, it makes most sense for you to typically re-sign with your current team to, to open up that second contract. You know, between the lottery balls falling the Cavaliers' way and them moving up in the 2021 draft, as well as a questionable decision. I'm not going to say questionable. I'm going to say a bad decision by Houston to not select Mobley. And the Cavs are, are just sitting so pretty. And, and this was really my my swan song for Evan Mobley. We're going to be talking about playoffs. We're going to talk about seeding, matchups. You know, we're going to really get into it over the next couple of weeks on the Cavs cast here. But I just wanted to take a moment and really talk about how special Evan Mobley is, his leap, his evolution. He looks so much more confident, man so much more confident going up against these big teams. These reps he's getting against the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, Milwaukee Bucks. He just looks so much more confident offensively and the Cavs are looking for him. You know, early on this season, October, November, things were shaky. He didn't really know where he was going. He he was, you know, playing a little bit more outside, trying to get those those jumpers to go and now he's just attacking. He's like, "Get me the ball and I'm running through your freaking chest." And it's so damn fun to watch him continue to 
develop, evolve. Shout out Evan Mobley. We're so lucky as Cavs fan to have him. That's all I got for tonight. Just wanted to do a full Evan Mobley dedication session before we get heavy and deep into the playoffs. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.